Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Anxious But Ambitious. I'm Kale, and in today's episode, we are talking all things graduation. From what it feels like being a senior in college to how much it actually costs to graduate, I'll be covering it all. All of it. All of it. I'll be covering it all, and I'm going to be super transparent and honest. I don't think I actually realized how much goes into getting ready to graduate until these last few weeks started to creep up on me, and it's been extremely overwhelming. I text my friends almost every day telling them how unbelievably sick I feel knowing that just in a short 40 days from now, we won't be students anymore. And like, that just goes on top of everything else going on in my life. I never really considered the other things I have to worry about while I'm also preparing to graduate, which consists of finding a job, figuring out where I'm going to live in the next few months after my lease goes up. Do I really want to go into marketing or social media or what do I act like what do I actually want to do? I <laughs> I think these past few weeks have really put me into a spiral. I don't want to say a quarter life crisis cuz I'm only 21, but they've definitely got me thinking a lot more about what I want to do especially in these next few months and where I see myself heading. Obviously, I don't want to jump into the topic too quickly. So before that, I have a new segment that I want to introduce, and that's called... What's poppin'? What do you think? I cannot think of a better name, to be honest. This is a segment where I'll be sharing some of my favorite pop culture news highlights from this week to not only keep you all updated on what's going on, but to also give you my thoughts about it. A lot of these today, coincidentally, all have to do with movies or TV shows now that I'm looking at it. And I gotta say, I am very hyped to share what just happened this morning, actually. So if you've known me for a while or are one of my friends, you've been knowing how long I've been waiting for this. As of this morning, the official Barbie trailer dropped and I cannot be more excited like when i say this is my joker it is my actual joker it's directed by greta gerwig who has done some of my favorite movies like ladybird and the newest little woman and this cast is absolutely stacked like everyone and their moms are in this movie ryan gosling margot robbie will ferrell which that was that was a surprise um and even Dua Lipa is making her first acting appearance. They shared pictures of the cast in their full Barbie and Ken getup, and it's all just so camp. I know this is going to be the movie of the summer, and I love it. I could honestly do a full episode talking about this movie, which is funny because growing up, I was like not into Barbie whatsoever. And... I think as I've gotten older and have started to work in marketing and just social media in general, I've begun to see what an absolute powerhouse Mattel and specifically Barbie is. I can't wait for all the promo and campaigns to start because I definitely think that so many brands are going to be involved in this process 
And they just, I know brands are going to want to get involved any way they can. So I can definitely see a bunch of creative strategies coming into play. I also think it's super exciting that we're finally getting just a fun movie. I think the past few largely produced, I don't want to say largely produced, I guess that's the wrong word for it, largely advertised movies and the ones that have gotten the most attention lately are sad and just very artsy, which nothing nothing wrong with that at all. I'm absolutely here for all of the A24 Oscar noms and winners. Like, no offense to any of them. But I just kind of miss that age where we can just go to the movies and just enjoy ourselves for a bit. Like, it doesn't have to be uh, some mind-altering movie that, like, shakes you to the core or makes you cry or anything like that. I just think we need to get back to an age where people are not so stuck up about how good a movie is and just actually enjoy it. So you best believe that pink is going to be my color of the summer because I will not shut up about this movie. In other news, Disney has announced that a live-action Moana is in the works. The animated movie came out in 2016, so this announcement is coming just seven years later after its initial release. Already, I have some thoughts, and many, many other people do as well. Despite its enormous popularity, people are saying it's way too soon for it to get a live-action reboot. And I totally agree. I'm getting really tired of all these live actions that are coming from Disney. It's getting really overdone really fast. I genuinely want to see movies that I'm able to look forward to and be excited about like I am with Barbie. But whenever I see a remake or a live action, my initial reaction is, oh, I'll wait for it to be on Disney Plus or I'll watch it eventually. It doesn't make me want to go to theaters, which sucks because I know that's a really big problem in the movie and film industry. And also because I really love the whole movie going experience. And I think it's kind of just taking away from that. Which leads me into my next more disappointing update. I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. It is the series that got me into reading, and they are movies that I have grown up with. I love everything about it, minus the whole author who must not be named. If you know, you know. But what HBO is working on, or at least they're trying to get approved, is a reboot of the Harry Potter franchise. And when I tell you how far my eyes rolled to the back of my head. I'm serious. My stomach dropped when I saw this news. Apparently, what they want to make is a seven-season series with each season focusing on one of the books and an entire new cast. I'm gonna have to stop right there. An entire new cast, I will repeat. Absolutely not. I, I personally cannot handle the thought or the idea of this because the movies were cast so perfectly 
I just think it needs to be left alone. I just, I, I have no words. And while this is another topic that I can go into heavy detail about, I think it's best that we move on. By the time I record and upload this episode, it will officially be 40 days until I graduate. Holy shit. I've got the cap, the gown, the sash, which were all together super expensive. I hate that when you are looking forward to graduation, it's exciting, but they don't tell you how much it's actually going to cost. Like, be so for real. I've given you so much money and tuition already. Why do I have to drop over $300 for all of this? I will say my sash is super cute, so I'm very excited to get that in the mail along with my grad announcements. I was going to say screw it completely with the whole announcement thing and make them myself. But then when I went to Shutterfly to kind of get an idea of what I would be paying, even these prices on Shutterfly and Walgreens were making me question this whole thing. So luckily there was a grad package that just included them for like $10 more on top of the cap, gown, etc. I know it sounds like I'm trying to justify my whole reason for spending all this, but I did genuinely want to make sure that I had something to send to my friends and family who won't be able to make the trip out to SoCal for my graduation. However, I am kind of annoyed though because the company never told me when I should expect them in the mail. So until I get them, I can't actually take my grad photos. And this includes like my sash too, because that's being customized or whatever. So I plan on doing the photos by myself with the help of one of my best friends. Because after all this money on the other stuff, I don't want to drop another $500 or so when I have the skills already to take them and edit them the way I want them myself. And I'm super extra and decided I wanted to do a editorial shoot on top of a somewhat more traditional shoot. I don't really know how to explain it other than it's not going to be a basic on-campus photo shoot you usually see. It's all on my Pinterest board, so if you want to see, let me know, because I'll drop it in the links. But I'll probably do some of those just for, like, memory's sake. But I definitely want my photos to be unique and different from what everybody else is kind of doing. I go to Cal State Long Beach, so, of course, one of the shoots I have to do is at the beach. And then the other one is definitely the more editorial type of photo shoot that I want to do where it's like this yearbook type of shoot. I don't really know how to explain it other than that it's going to be like a scrapbook of my time at Long Beach. So I'm really excited. Hopefully it comes out the way I see it in my head. Um, And I'm sure I'll be posting it on Instagram as well. A lot of the questions I've been getting recently are whether or not I'm excited to graduate. And to be honest, I genuinely don't really know how to feel or respond. And I don't really know if I'm excited or not, and for a number of reasons. 
One being that I won't actually be walking the stage or getting my name called at my ceremony. I, like I said, I go to Cal State Long Beach and for the past two years, there has been a constant battle between students and the higher ups of the university of just trying to get them to say our names at this alter, at this alternate grad ceremony. Because of COVID, the class of 21 and 22 have had to have their grad ceremonies at Angel Stadium. And the university signed a contract with the stadium to continue to hold ceremonies there for the, and I quote, foreseeable future. They claim that they're saving money by hosting the ceremonies there based on the graduating class size that continues to grow. My thing is, is if other colleges are having no issues holding normal ceremonies, why is it so hard for Cal State Long Beach to? My school has been really shady about not telling us the exact reason, other than that they'll make the ceremony special for graduates by featuring their names on the Jumbotron and in the paper pamphlets that they hand out at the gate. I think that's super fair, right? Spend all this money the past four years just to be recognized in 10-point font on a piece of paper will probably end up throwing away. Totally the same thing as walking across the stage and hearing our names called out. Such a special trade-off. And what sucks even more, and is what is actually bumming me out, is the fact that my friends and family don't think that there's even a point in having a ceremony if it's going to be like this. It's one thing to have this weird substitute ceremony in place of a normal one, but for my own family to start saying that they don't see a point in coming to this ceremony honestly makes me 10 times more upset at my school because they aren't even considering the the feelings of my family or anybody's family for that matter. This isn't just a big deal to me or other students graduating. It's it's everybody involved in our four-year journey to this moment. So yes, I am frustrated, but I think another reason that I don't feel excited is because I don't have anything lined up after graduation. Like, yeah, I graduated, that's cool, but what now? What scares me is not knowing what is going to happen if I don't have a plan. And I'm a planner. I don't like not knowing what I'm going to be doing next. My family has been really awesome in assuring me that it's okay if I don't have it all figured out, especially my mom, who's been really kind of calming me down in the sense of telling me that no one said I have to have a full-time job lined up immediately after I graduate. But even though those words help in the moment, I still can't get over it because I feel like I'm failing. I'm failing if I don't get a job and use this degree I worked so hard for these past four years just to end up going nowhere with it. And right now, what I've been observing is that everybody will say there's plenty of jobs out there, yet nobody is actually hiring. And that kills me because it's just a whole contradiction of what everybody is saying. One of my least favorite sayings that I have heard the absolute most in these past four years is that everything happens for a reason. And if one more person tells me that, I will jump off a cliff. Because 
yes, everything does happen for a reason. Whatever. I just, I hate the feeling of not knowing. And that kind of goes back to what I said earlier. I hate not knowing what I'm going to do because I don't want to end up in a place that I don't want to be. I don't want to go back home to the Bay. I I love SoCal. I, w- I can totally see myself staying out here. And when I'm desperately looking for jobs and applying for all these things, there's just no response. And it worries me because I don't have a lot of options. I am in a super competitive field, whether people say so or not. And it's a very niche field, I feel like. A lot of people are looking for certain things in content creators and social media people in general. And I, at this point, I feel like I don't have what it takes. (laughs) I know I have a lot of skills. It's just hard when people don't give you the chance to show them. Especially when these jobs are saying they're entry-level jobs, but you need five years of experience and eight plus years of whatever else. Like, like don't say you're an entry-level job if you are looking for somebody with eight years of experience. It, that's just, that go, that's beyond me. The way I've always seen it is that your first entry-level job is going to shape you and teach you skills that you haven't had going into it and companies should be okay with that and companies should honestly expect that so yeah sorry if I sound disheartened or disappointed by my options but that's genuinely how I feel because I feel like nobody is willing to give you a chance unless you have experience and how can I get experience if I'm not being given experience. So that's how I feel about this whole post-grad thing in terms of career stuff. Hey everyone, it's Kale. I'm taking a quick break from the episode to tell you if you are liking what you're hearing so far, leave a review and tell me what you think. But just know I am a Cancer, so be nice or I'll get emotional. Also make sure to follow the Anxious But Ambitious podcast on Insta for episode updates and more. New episodes of Anxious But Ambitious will be out every Wednesday on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, so make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. To kind of wrap up the rest of the episode, I've gathered a few questions that some of you new followers have asked or sent over on Instagram, so I'm going to go ahead and jump right into those. Most of these are about this week's topic, so it kind of works out perfectly. Okay, first question. Is there anything you regret not doing during your time in college? If so, what is it? The first thing that comes to mind when I think about anything I regret is the fact that I didn't get involved sooner. And not just in like Greek life or anything. I am in a sorority. I joined my freshman year and it was probably the best thing that I did, especially when we went into lockdown and I felt like, we didn't really have anything to look forward to. I still had my sisters to talk to and we still had our meetings through Zoom. But I think what I regret most is 
only getting involved in the sorority and not anything else until after COVID was over. I think I really wanted to join a lot more clubs in my department specifically. Like I personally would have loved to get involved more in our school's magazine because I think that just would have been such a fun thing to add to my resume, especially with all the creative things I want to do. So I think if anything, I would have been more proactive in trying to get more involved with the school's publication. Moving on. Ooh, this is a big one. What would you say would be your ideal postgrad future? Would you ever consider going back home? This is a loaded question because I feel like I could go anywhere with it. I feel like there are so many possibilities, which, like I have said continuously throughout the episode, is what I hate most, is not knowing which of those possibilities I'm going to take. But there really are so many different directions that I could see myself doing. I think in my ideal postgrad future, I would just kind of enjoy my summer and do another internship. I know for a while I did really just have my eyes set on a full-time job right after graduation, but looking at it now and just seeing how uncertain everything is, I think I would much rather prefer doing one more internship post-grad and just enjoying my last summer before I really have to take on adult responsibilities. And that doesn't go to say that I'm going to be not having those adult responsibilities. But I think I would like one more summer where I enjoy time with my family while still enjoying my time off away from being a student and just kind of taking in what I have to enjoy in SoCal. So ideally, get another internship this summer, enjoy my time with my friends in SoCal, and then as fall wraps around, I'll start looking more seriously into full-time positions. That's, that's my ideal postgrad future. Also in that future, I would love to get a dog, like my own personal dog. I have two dogs back at home, but obviously they can't come down here. I would love to have my own personal dog that I could just have and be besties with. Um, I would also like to go out on more dates. I think I've been using the excuse of work as my excuse as to why I'm not dating. So... I think that could be fun as well. <laughs> In my ideal post-grad life, I would be working a full-time remote job at home so I could do whatever I want outside of it. I would go to all the concerts I want in my own time and 
adopt a dog and have a boyfriend or whatever and just enjoy the things I really love. Like, that's my ideal post-grad life. I would hate to work in a corporate office and work a nine-to-five because realistically, I just don't see myself enjoying it. And if I could, I would just make content for myself and be a full-time content creator in whatever aspect that looks like. But we all know that this is not the world we live in. And who's to say that won't be what my future looks like at all? You know, like it honestly, anything could happen. So we will see. I have 40 days to figure it out. Probably a little bit more than 40 days if I take what my mom says seriously. And with that said, that is a wrap of episode two. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode as much as I did ranting throughout it. This whole graduation thing is just more overwhelming than I thought it would be. So it's nice just to get all my feelings out, be at the beach, and in my safe space. This will probably be the first of many graduation episodes, so stay tuned for those, and I'll see you guys next week.